Hellenists, heretics, and hierophants. Here's our hallowed collection of hosts, Trent. My mom loves me. Whatever you need to say to keep yourself from crying at night. Josh! <laughs> Hi. Short, sweet, to the point. All right. And I am Ed. <laughs> the best host. The mostest host. The most beautiful host. I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim best as long as I have to keep doing the intro. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. At this point, you are the host. All right, then. So, let's talk about this whole Andrew Tate situation. Yes, okay, for... First things first, today's episode is cults. And uh, we all brought our... Same thing, you know the format by now. But uh, we wanted to talk about Andrew Tate for two reasons. One, it's a, it's a prevalent situation currently. And two, talking about people blindly following a single person who acts like they're superior to everyone else seems to be on brand. Uh, and it seems to be a part of our history because history does repeat itself and man... It just comes in different forms, I guess. <laughs> True. Bruh. All right, so you uh, you had some stuff you wanted to say about him to start. Uh, yes. Though, um, I watched a lot of videos on Andrew Tate recently. I did not know who the fuck he was until he got arrested. I'm gonna be honest. But uh, some of the things he say, I can understand. Not the misogyny shit or anything that has to do with degrading females at all, but. Just the fact that he's just talking about how we're all slaves and capitalism is really just another form of slavery. And, you know, labor laws don't really help and it's just the matrix. And I kind of get that situation because, you know, we all go through it in this whole mindset of trying to live the American dream. But we don't really reach it ever. Everything you brought up is agreeable. My issues with Andrew Tate aren't... Because I haven't really watched much of him. But from what I've seen, I have seen him make several arguments. And I I talked to you guys about this before. That his arguments always fold in and make it clear that he is making a point to make himself superior. The issue with Andrew Tate is that he will take two opposing arguments and present either or depending on whichever one makes him the superior person in that situation. He will make points about how he feels discriminated against as a man and how men are expected to provide, and it's hard for them, and that's a big issue. But then, when he talks about what kind of woman he wants, he wants someone who he can provide for and will stay at home and make his sandwiches. And, like, as you said about the misogyny thing, and I feel like when you bring different opposing arguments for the sake of making yourself look better, it ultimately just shows that you don't care about the arguments. And that kind of shuts down my personal ability to count on anything he says. Because anything he says, he's already proven he's willing to say whatever it takes to present himself in the best light. So if I hear him say anything I agree with, I feel like he's just saying it so I agree with him. No, you're right. And then the whole thing is he's using all the tactics to gain money because he would just introduce the following and then have them do his bidding for him and so on. And I like research all of it. And it's pretty like bullshit how easy these 
people fall into his trap. But that's it. That's exactly what we're coming together to talk about today. People falling into traps, falling into charisma and trying to become a part of this thing that like a larger group that makes you feel superior. And that's essentially what he's done. And honestly, I I will point out I want all of you guys to look this up. Um if you watch um the Andrew Tate interview on Vice, you'll see what kind of person he actually is. They were able to get an interview with him before he got arrested and it's a very um Telling. interesting um snitching on himself interview pretty fucking much and the whole cult following that he has behind him that think it's okay to treat women as property which if you guys are anything like that i hope you don't do that like honestly that is not okay at all (laughs) uh uh, josh did you have any opinions on the guy or anything personally uh i think he's an incel and i think that he the reason why people agree with what he's saying is because, like, we've all seen, like, the Alpha Chad memes. That's literally all he yeah. tries. Yeah. He, just, he just tries to appeal to shit like that, and I don't pay him it, any it, mind. Again, it pisses me off because he'll bring up those shitty Alpha Chad arguments as if they have any weight, but then he'll also bring up good arguments, but only when they're more convenient towards putting himself in a position of looking better. Uh, what was the recent news with him? Trafficking. Trafficking. Yes. yes. Yeah, he was, um, caught, uh, he was, um, actually arrested for sex trafficking, and that does not surprise me, because in the interviews I've seen of him, he's actually snitching on himself. He would say shit like, I wake up in the morning, get ready to get pumping, and then I, uh, I wake up the kinda girls like, and get them on camera. Like, like when what? rappers write, like, lyrics that just straight up tell on themselves for horrible shit. He's the Bobby Smurda <laughs> of fucking influencers. Oh my god. I wouldn't even say Bobby Smurda. I'd say, like, YNW Melly or 6 9 Okay, he's a 6 9 Sidetracked. Because he's honestly the only one I don't like out of all of those rappers that he just named. So he's the 6 9 of influencers. Have, you have, guys love him. <laughs> have you guys seen the Kid Rock song from Osmosis Jones when he was Kidney Rock? Yes. It, oh my god. How, how did the lyrics go for that? It was like, uh, when it comes to the girl C, I like him underage. Um, some call it statutory, I call it mandatory, some shit like that. That and whole it's line like, makes me want to throw And I have to wonder, like, did he write that, or was that... Because here's the divide. I don't know if he got to write his own music for that, and that's what he chose to slip into this kid's show, or if that was, like, in the script for the kid's show. I have no clue, but one way or another, I, I have lost trust for Kid Rock right there. <laughs> like, anyone that would agree to sing that in the first place... <laughs> Oh, my God. Awful. Okay, so now that we've we've covered the recent news regarding Influencer Man, um, we have come together to talk about cults this week. Um, we've all taken interest in cults. I mean, anyone listening to this, if you've gotten to this episode, you're probably into weird, creepy shit. You probably know about cults. Um, who, like, what do you guys personally think when it comes to cults? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh, God. Um, I guess, like, like everyone else, you know, like, Heaven's Gate, shit like that. Fucking, 
or the not as known but just as popular uh, overseas, the Japanese call Om Shinrikyo. I, Thanks. Uh, I'm not very aware of that one. You would like Om Shinrikyo. I feel like I would. Uh, <laughs> it's I don't know. Weird shit happens. Like I, my they, first listen, thought is like Heaven's Gate, but Yakuza. They was did. My first thought, <laughs> to be they did like a gas attack on a Japanese subway. Ooh. Yeah, like there. We should not respond like that. <laughs> that makes it sound like we're we're like fans. It's, of the no, activity. no, we're not fans. We're just curious of how someone can go about it's, that without getting caught. It's very, it. it's very interesting. They did that. They they tried to like, because uh, so this is just like a short thing, real quick. Because I'm not going to talk about Omshin Rikio, but like they did something that like their craziest plan that they were going to do was they had purchased a helicopter this was a point in japan's history this was a point in japan's history where they're easily able to buy like japanese cults are wild they were easy japan was easily like able to purchase old soviet shit because this was like you know not super long after world war ii it was like maybe 40 years after so there's a bunch of like old you know the russians like well we can't use this shit anymore well let's sell it and the Japanese were like, we could buy it. So, yeah, I could see that there, shit There's people on... Ship it over, neighbor. There were people in this cult that bought, like, an old Russian helicopter or some shit like that. And what they were going to plan to do is they found out how to basically make their own mustard gas. And they were going to, like, basically... Wait, did they do the old ammonium bleach thing, basically? I don't... I forget what they did. I don't... I think it was more elaborate than that. More elaborate? But... Okay. They found out how to make, like, their own mustard gas, and what they were going to do is rig it up to this helicopter and fly it over to, like, release the gas on a bunch of people. But it didn't work. Well, I mean, good. They were going right. to, but that's what they wanted to do. The Om Shinrikyo is fucking crazy. They did a lot of crazy shit. Like, the person that led it, they thought he was, like, some, like, celestial being. that uh, As cults yeah, do. That, that's honestly, just, that I, is, like, well, the whole thing Here's about the thing, cults. though. The thing about him was, is, compared to a lot of the other people that we're going to talk about, he was actually impressive. Yeah. And you know, like, I guess impressive. Yeah, exactly. He was. He was, just, he like, he knew, he knew how to do like street magic. He made, he made it look like he could Wait, levitate what? using like his ankles. I was dead he ass was, with that Chris Angel shit. I didn't even know yes, who he is. He nailed it. He, a man. That man was not a joke. Like, I get that like, that's not who you're presenting. So you don't want to go too much into it. But yeah. this is important to recognize because cults come in a lot of forms and this is one of the wilder ones I've heard. And I feel like getting that outreach perspective of different shit cults can do and get into is good. Cults are basically religious street gangs uh, yeah. to some extent. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, when you hear about shit like they were dropping mustard gas over a city, it hammers in that point that, that that's basically what they are. Only difference is street gangs have a rather set agenda, make money, sell drugs, defend kind of territory. Fit. Yeah. Whereas... They have more of a more of a celestial vibe about them cults, but that also means that they have a very outward ability to just do whatever the fuck they well, want. Let, yeah. Let's also clarify too: cults are every cult is primarily, I'd say, about ninety nine percent of cults is rooted in some form of religion. It, it's yes. always yes. religious. Yes. It's is. always a different view or a different stem of religion that goes radical and people buy into it. Yeah. And yeah. that charisma and the wow factor of whoever the fuck came up with it 
that's what blows things so out of proportion. Which, you know, I, yeah, I, as we all know, it's it's something that say what you want. People can be easily manipulated when someone can make them go, "Wow!" Oh, I know. So <laughs> yeah, um, but here's a, I'm just saying, like, take any standard street game, maybe not the soup, you know, even the super big ones, whatever. If you were to introduce a religious element and have everyone in the game just buy into it immediately, then they would immediately just become a cult. That's just it. They would just immediately become cult-like absolutely because it's that easy and that immediately gives a certain sway of power that only religious organizations can have to the leaders of the gang meaning that they are going to abuse that power as people do if if a religious element is added to a street gang you get a cult religion plus gang equals cult that's Mm -hmm. it but there is one that i'm gonna do more research on that i kind of want to do like a fun episode about Damn, i smoke a lot <laughs> there, there is one that I want to do more research about because it seems kind of fun. So far, it's not dangerous or anything like that, but it's Jared Leto's cult. Jared Leto has a cult. He admits that he has a cult. Wait, wait, influencers could just make a cult like that? He has one, and I there's all right. So if you would like to join the the uh, what what do we want to go with the Allied Brethren of the Night Crawlers, uh, send us. Ten thousand dollars, and you'll get into heaven. Let's go. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. I don't know what his cult is about, and I feel like if it's Jared Leto, there's no way it could be religious. It sounds. Oh no! Fun. It sounds like it would be funny as hell. That's why I I do want to do like a kind of like a, an episode about it. Just like I'll look into some shit about it. I'll look up as much as I can. I just imagine the Family Guy style Jared Leto trying to lead a cult, and it, it just makes me laugh so hard Sur- internally right now. Surprisingly, like, a lot of people on TikTok talk about it so yeah yeah a lot of I mean, people a lot, on TikTok, a lot of people on your side of tiktok my tiktok just I, talks I, about fucking on, so here's cats. the thing i've seen video i've seen tiktoks about it on <laughs> facebook i don't get tiktoks about it on my actual tiktok but i've seen a lot of tiktoks like on different social media talking about his cult so it is a thing i mean and he has the image so <laughs> TikTok just talks about memes in general. I fucking threw myself under the bus talking about femboy cats. The fuck? <laughs> Not the femboy cats. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird theme that keeps popping up. You know, I told my mother about this uh, podcast the other day. Regretting it right now. <laughs> Regretting it. <laughs> All right. So let me get started on one of the... Not... Well, I mean, they're kind of known. The actual presented cults. Let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. They're, they're well known. I'm not going to lie. They're well known... And most people try to push them under the rug. And that's why I wanted to present this cult. Because the Church of Scientology uh, is something yes. that people kind of just bat their eye to. Like, oh yeah, I know Tom Cruise and John Travolta is a part of it, but it's not really a car. It's a religion. The you know? Church they don't of Scientology. Do I feel like everyone agrees it's a cult. Well, yeah. They just kind of be like, oh yeah, it's a cult. But it's... it's, it's the what? Church of Scientology is just like Mormonism. It's just a cult that made it. It's it the feels same more, thing. It feels more like a... Yeah, but Mormonism, if you ask someone, they would say like, oh yeah, it's a religion. Like someone ran Well, because the th- that one with, is entirely related into the, the aspect of... You know, Christianity. Scientology feels more like a pyramid scheme to well, most people. I want you guys to know that Church of Scientology is so dangerous that when South Park um, aired their episode, uh, 
kind of uh, joking around with Church of Scientology by putting Tom Cruise, John Travolta, and R. Kelly in the closet. I don't know if many of you guys remember that episode, but if you watch the end credits, you will see that every editor, um, everybody in the credits, from producer to writer to the members that were actually doing the voices, are all put as John and Jane Smith, so nobody would get sued. Which which is also funny because don't we have a Church of Scientology here where we live, like in, in Cleveland? In, yeah, fucking really. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. we do. I actually, when I was looking for my research in Church of Scientology, the first thing that popped up is near your location, and oh. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> what you mean? I kind of want to go there and just like act like a they recruit. will not let you in. No, wait, well, no, you you, you gotta have, be a member. Yeah, you yeah, have to like, be like an actively like if you have they have members on a database. More, more importantly, I feel like I want to talk to a recruiter from it and see how they try to. They won't talk me. to you. They won't. Why not? <laughs> because why, don't they, they want more members? That's yeah. not. It, they're like the public version of the Illuminati. Like they yes. want they want you to know that they exist, but they don't want you to know what goes on inside. And if they really, like, if you really wanted to be, like, someone who go undercover and get inside, it would take at least ten years of dedication, I promise you. Yeah, but, like, ten years would be, I mean, it'd still be pretty funny. Like, <laughs> that, that and, like... I don't have another religion they, I'm dedicated they do to have, right now. They do have a big community, but, like, they don't let just anyone in. Yeah, they're it's very... Yeah, but I'm a good liar. <laughs> They, they have better know. ones. And if you get into the church, yeah, be of fair. They're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, if you, I'm not even going to. The whole thing about this call is I'm not even going to touch on what they believe because what they believe is so out of the fucking ordinary. It's something like we're all alien ghosts or some shit. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Watch South Park if you want elaboration on that. Yeah, literally, because they will tell you, and you think they're joking, but they will tell you. The truth. But, like Xenu or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the thing about the Church of Scientology is, first of all, as hard as it is to get in, it's twice as hard to get the fuck out, okay? They don't want their members to leave. They will try any types of methods of abuse, whether that is physical, mental, or spiritual, they will do it. What if I abuse them back? Like, really hard. Like, just start punching priests. Um... <laughs> They'll probably kick your ass. They'll probably jump you on some, like, fucking crip shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but let's say I join a street gang first, but don't let them know about that. I join them. Now I got the street gang backing me. I start beating the shit out of the priests when I try to leave. The street gang shows up. I create a war between Scientologists and, I don't know, Bloods? I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, Bloods. <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing one out here. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it too, honestly. If you guys ever try to take that shit and patent it, I am fucking fucking you. I up. want, I want, like, at least some profit cut. Come on. Right. Royalties? Okay, Royalties you... is definitely needed. Yes. Okay, you were covering Scientology. I give you the floor, get into what you need to. Okay, so, like I said, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I really want you guys to research it yourself. And the fact that, you know, some famous celebrities are a part of it is something that should interest you. You know, it's not something like the Freemasons. I mean, 
Shaquille O'Neal is a part of the Freemasons. Harry, most people uh, are not. My friend Harry, um, Trent knows him, is a Freemason, actually. Yeah. But uh, the thing about Scientology is it's obvious that they're using all types of mental fucking fuckery to fuck with your head in order for you to keep believing and not leave. That is their whole stigma. Manipulation 101. Yeah. I'm Freemasons. You know they're the ones that decorate downtown for Christmas? I believe it. Oh, at the yeah. square? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's actually just a cool fact I wanted to bring up real quick, because, you know, on them. Hey, go yeah. ahead. But, uh, I'm going to pretty much talk about their beliefs and practices. So, the Church of Scientology maintains a wide variety of beliefs and practices. The core belief holds that a human is an immortal spiritual being that is resident in a physical body. I mean, not too crazy yet as far as spirituality goes. But... Uh, it gets worse. I know it does. <laughs> it always gets worse. This is Nightcrawlers. <laughs> this is Nightcrawlers. Alright. The Church of Scientology believes that man is basically good, that he is seeking to survive, and that his survival depends on himself, his attachments of the brotherhood within the universe... As stated in the creed of the Church of Scientology. I think it sound like John Locke would be a member of, of a, would be a Scientologist. Maybe. Um, among the basic tenets of Scientology are the beliefs that human beings are immortal. That, okay, first of all, human beings are not immortal. Uh, I'm sorry to say this, but I've died before. And when you die, it's just done. I, it's done. It's blackness, okay? We are not immortal. There's a theory. To, you know how... Did your life flash before your eyes? No. No? No. There's a theory to that, actually, is that whenever... Because we have neuroconnections. We relate things to other things to be able to find solutions. When you smell something from your childhood, it takes you back to the memory. It's basically your brain is quickly scanning for memories to try to find something that will get you out of that situation. Because it basically is flashing between everything in your life, trying to find something that is a lesson to help you out of this. And it can't find one because it is the end. Yeah. And since it's just panicking, trying to go through it, all you experience is your life flashing before your eyes. I can see that. Okay, go on. So, I'm just going to read this first paragraph. You can look it up on Wikipedia. I know Wikipedia is not always accurate. I know this. Uh, you know what? Actually, scroll down to the bottom and give them the websites that are referenced. Because it credits websites for the information. Facts. Alright, I'll do that after I read this. Sounds good. You made me scroll. <laughs> I didn't make you do anything. I was going to say, not all Wikipedia are bad. It's just it's certain pages are bad. So, among the basic tendencies of Scientology are the beliefs that human beings are immortal, that a person's life experience transcends a single lifetime, and uh, that human being be possesses infinite capabilities. Scientology presents two major divisions of the mind. The reactive mind is thought to absorb all pain and emotion trauma, Emotional trauma, analytical mind, is a rational mechanism which is responsible for consciousness. The reaction mind restores mental images while are not 
readily available to the analytic conscience mind. So basically, the left brain, being the analytical section of brain, is in charge of our actual consciousness and understanding of the world. And the right brain absorbs emotional shit to react off of. I mean, so far, it's just kind of neuroscience. Yeah, but like I said, I don't want to get into the alien shit because it is way too long for this podcast. Basically, they start with shit that sounds reputable, as most cults do, and then lean into, so Xenu will love you because... Yeah, um, I mean, it's, fucking... it's just a snowball effect. It's like what every cult does. They give you something that you can easily buy or like, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I can believe that. And then they give you something else that stems off from that, whether or not you know it's true or not, because this is something that's new. But since it sounds rooted in something, well, that that's you've yeah, then they just keep adding on to it and adding on to it until... Because once you accept one lie as fact, now that is a fact they can build off of with new lies. Very well put, yes. And though the Church of Scientology has not been in any evidence to any murder, rape cases, kidnapping, or any such of the sort, this is a very threatening, very um, closed um, cult that not many people know what actually goes on inside of it unless you are in it. And I think they use that power to make sure that they're entertaining um, pretty much the people that make them the most profit, like Tom Cruise and John Travolta, pretty much gives them that stigma to bring people in without the conflict of what could happen if you leave. (laughs) Again, theists versus thugs. I would totally make this a movie. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, another thing I want to say, uh, closing off in the Church of Scientology, more specifically about Tom Cruise, please don't sue me. Um, Did you guys know that uh, Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise's, I'm not sure if that's his ex-wife, I don't keep up with the man, but I know that for a fact that he had her do auditions and plenty other girls to be his wife through the Church of Scientology, which shows you how influential they are Considering the fact that Katie Holmes was not even known before Tom Cruise um, like had relations marriage. with her. Almost like an arranged marriage kind of thing. It's, yes. It's, it's, it's sketchy. It's sketchy. It's... It is sketchy. Can you imagine just not deciding who you love so you have them going through auditions? Or just complete strangers going through auditions and being like, yeah, I'll make her a wife even though I don't fucking know her. Three years later, she's trying to stab you with a fork. I mean, I guess that's... You kind of got to expect to get stabbed by a fork if that's the way you start things off. I mean... And it's all surrounded by money. That's a risk you got to be willing to take. And, you know, if I had enough money, maybe I'd take that risk. I I mean, as long as I was in charge of the interview. (laughs) Listen, I don't care how much money I have in the world. You can never see me buy anything, whether it's a person or materialism <laughs> listen as long as i get my surgery i'm happy <laughs> oh that's so fucked um not what you said what i said uh, and geez. and it's okay we know about the casting couch in your living room <laughs> i look i i 
you shut the fuck up about that. Right <laughs> you know, I, I I don't need to hear shit from you about. Just make sure I you're not live. drinking my beer again. Now listen here, Trent. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is why I love Ed. Uh, so that was my conclusion with the Church of Scientology. Like I said, I did it very brief because I want you guys to do your own research. And even though it was brief, you put us in the most danger out of the three of us. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Because out of all the cults that we're going to name off this list, they are the ones that post the most potential danger. Because if you talk about them in a negative light, in a public way, God, they, they raise hell. Um, and we're hell raisers, well, so we know. I don't know, because here's the thing that I want to—a question that I want to pose. Uh huh. Would you consider the Illuminati a cult? Because I sure would. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are just like, oh, it's a secret organization. It's a it, fraternity, quote unquote. Yeah. Right? But a fraternity really is. I mean, if it a has fraternity no of the top one percent in society, so any yeah, group right. of people that's worshiping an owl or fucking sacrificing a newborn. Is Once a it cult becomes to religious, me. it's a cult. We covered this with street gangs. Like a fraternity, it's really no different. It's just a different organization. But once it becomes religious. We're done. Wasn't the Illuminati the one worshiping the fucking giant owl in the woods? Oh, the the Illuminati has like stuff in like they have a place. I think it's in I forget where it's at, but they have like you've heard of Bohemian Grove, right? Like okay, yeah. maybe it was yeah. them. Yeah, like but... I, like that's the Illuminati. That's yeah. like they're a little like getaway event. That's like yes, their, yes. That, Bohemian Grove is where like the Illuminati goes to have like their version of Coachella. It's okay, like... <laughs> yeah. So I was right. The Illuminati is the ones that worship a giant owl yeah. in the woods. So... Okay, real question: If someone approached you one day. Like, wearing the Illuminati <laughs> ring and was like, hey, you want to become a member? Yes, I would immediately say yes. 100%, Cause I wanna right? Because I want to know what the fuck is going on in there. That, and I just want to say I'm there. Like, yeah. I, like, I, I saw I, Jay-Z last night. <laughs> like, Beyonce my life wasn't going anywhere already. Now I'm friends with billionaires? Fuck yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'd probably be the only one to pass on that, honestly, because I know how deep that pedophile ring runs. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That pause. I feel like there's also different levels of involvement, because I guarantee you, Jay-Z and Beyonce don't got time for, pedo- like, pedophile rings. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. I mean, I don't doubt that, because they got their own kid and shit, they ain't trying to run pedophile rings, but, um... There's a lot of members Listen, like um, Jim Carrey, a part look, of Jeffrey look. Epstein's island. Yeah, but he's not hourly. part of the Illuminati. Look, That's... you work an hourly job, right? Which means you work for a corporation. Nigga, I hope you would know. <laughs> no, no, just hear me out fully here. You work for a corporation. Therefore, someone is making major money off of you and everyone under under yeah. them. Well, that's, that's, yeah, we know. <laughs> let, let me just cover. There is someone who is involved in this shit that you're worried about that you are helping support already. Our survival demands that we help the 1%. And the 1% are doing these things regardless. So why not just get cozier with them and put myself on better standing if regardless I'm helping that shit, whether it be through me making 18 bucks an hour or rubbing elbows with the elite. Listen, all I'm going to say is if I can get in at like level 1, I'm fine there. That's yeah, I'm it. good there. Yeah, that's great. That, that'd just be take fun, me to perfect. level 1. I'll sit there Actually, for the rest you know of my what? days. I think level 1 might just be being a Freemason. You want me to hook you up with Harry? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like level if you're in the Illuminati and you're level one, you're still pulling in great bank. So 
I, fat bank. I feel like Freemasons are if 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 we are to uh say that they are controlled by the Illuminati, I feel like the Freemasons would be essentially the hourly workers of the Illuminati. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm saying like level one of like the upper circle. That's what I'm saying. I'd be like, I know these guys. I don't know what they do, but I know them. <laughs> All right. So who wants to go next? Plausible deniability, exactly. and that would be Josh. Okay. Uh, based on our rotation. System. So we are going into a big one uh, that I decided I was kind of back and forth about. Should I take a shit now? Like, well, no, because I'm, 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 I'm. It ain't listen, that big. Listen Hold to on. what I'm about to. I mean, it is, but I'm not going to do all that because the reason why is the cult that I'm presenting today is Jonestown. Yeah. A lot of you guys know. A lot of people have heard of Jonestown. It's a very big thing. Uh, the whole drinking the Kool Aid. They invented it, and it wasn't Kool Aid. It's it flavor aid. So <laughs> wait, let's get We're that worked. straight. Yeah. <laughs> and. That also leads me to so much shit happened in Jonestown and with Jim Jones, the person who made the People's Temple and the entire cult and all of that. the same uh, naming principles as Sam Walton. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's so much that goes into it. I don't have the time to go into all of it because I've listened to so many different like things about it and there are at least like three, four part like. Like, there was so much going on there that you would have to cover it in so many steps. And all that would be doing as you do, but be warned, there is some haunting things. Uh, Like, you could, it's eerie in the fact that, like, so, this is a cult where over 900 people died, like, in the massacre. Obviously, 900 people dying, there's going to be a lot of kids involved. And in the last sermon, and stuff like that, you can hear, like, Kids crying in the background and shit like that. Yeah. People screaming and like uh, it's. That sounds more like a horror movie the way they were describing it. When like, I first listened to it, that's what it, it sounded like. Straight up, like, you ever have you ever heard or watched that old YouTube? It's a really fucking old YouTube video. That's like the pits of hell. No. Like yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot Russia stuck a microphone. Of course it was fucking Russia. The, uh, Russia has the deepest hole in the planet. That's like, it's like this fucking big. Mm-hmm. And they stuck a microphone as far down as they could down it. Okay. And I, th- th- this is just all the about story. basketball size? You'd yeah, say? yeah. Something like that? I mean, they have bigger ones that they're like actively trying to drill through, but drills keep breaking. But that's something else entirely. Yeah, this yeah, was we... just like, the, they, but they uploaded the audio from the mic and it sounds like it, they called it like screams from hell or sounds of hell, and it's just it sounds like screaming and shit like that. Obviously, it's fake, but that's basically what I can describe the Jonestown audio, for, like from Jim Jones' last sermon. Do you yeah. think that actually? Do you think that they clipped the audio from Jonestown to make that? I from maybe I don't know. Uh, but there's so much audio to choose from, especially if you go into the dark web. You know, there are just so <laughs> many MP3s of children screaming. Like, it's hard to sort through them all. <laughs> I mean, if you play Sad Satan and you try to figure out what the fuck that dead body was, you're going to be there for at least two, three years. <laughs> okay. So, let me get into this. Let, let's. We're going to start off with the man, the myth, the legend that started it all, Jim Jones. Oh, Bob. <laughs> James Warren Jones was born from May 13th, 1931, 
and he died November 18th, 1978. He was an American preacher, a political activist, and a mass murderer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, he led the People's Temple, which is the basically the name of the group of people that were in Jonestown. That was yeah. the cult name, was the People's Temple. Um, a new religious movement between 1955 and 1978 in what he called revolutionary suicide. Yes. Well, I mean, like, sure, revolutionary. I mean, I think all the cults, all the cool cults are doing that nowadays. <laughs> I mean... I mean, just look at Heaven's Gate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so... If you thought it was revolutionary... Jones and the members of his inner circle orchestrated a mass murder-suicide in his remote jungle commune in Jonestown, Guyana. On November 18th, 1978, Jones and the events that occurred at Jonestown have a defining influence of society's uh, perception of cults. So, like, when you think of cults, Jim Jones is, like, he yeah. made, he was the one that stapled the definition to the board. I, I just think it's bullshit. When he does it, it's revolutionary. But when I do it, I need to step off the ledge. Like, for uh. fuck's sake. <laughs> so, as a child, Jones developed an affinity for Pentecostalism. Of course. And a desire to preach. Right. He was ordained as a Christian minister in the Independent Assemblies of God. Attracting his first group of followers participating while participating in the Pentecostal Latter Rain movement and healing revival during the 1950s. Jones' initial popularity arose from his joint campaign appearances with the movement's prominent leaders, William Branham and Joseph Madison Bowes, and their endorsement of his ministry. So basically, he, his, his cult got endorsed by big wigs from Pentecostalism. Yeah. That's basically it. Um, this guy is legit, we say, throwing money at him. <laughs> he, uh, he founded the organization that would become the People's Temple in Indianapolis in 1955. In 1956, Jones began to in, uh, be influenced by Father Divine and the Peace Mission Movement. Jones distinguished himself through civil rights activism, founding the temple as a fully integrated congregation and promoting socialism. In 1964, Jones joined and was ordained a minister by the Disciples of Christ. His attraction to the Disciples was largely due to the autonomy and tolerance they granted to differing views within their denomination. It's got to ruin socialism for everyone. Here's the thing about Jim Jones that really made me weirded out was because, like, in his last sermon, too, you can hear people. There was, like, tons of people coming up, like, on stage and, like, talking and stuff like that through while they're you know handing out the fucking flavor aid to people yeah and the weird thing is he convinced a large portion of the black community when he was still in the u.s because of civil rights because of the civil rights well here's the thing though jim jones was a white man and i think that's what was so powerful about him was oh yeah he's like i'm for black rights right i want everyone to be equal and in his last... I know, but I know. I am legit. Especially in the 70s, you know, because that is right after MLK was shot. Oh, God, he was... Malcolm X was shot. See, and the thing that's crazy is... You're right. He, he was able to convince so many black people that, like, America doesn't want us here. And he said us, not you guys. He said America doesn't want us here. They don't like the way, you know... That we you know, coincide with each other, blah, blah, blah. 
And what really weirded me out was there was a lady that said, why can't we all just go to Russia? Because, like, they dead ass were like, we'd fit in with communists. Why can't we just go to Russia? And Jim Jones was like, Russia doesn't want us either. And I'm like, to me, that was like, my mind was blown. I was like, this is in the 70s. Yeah. Like, this is right after, like, peak Cold War era. Yeah. Like, right after that boom. Like, from the 60s onward. I want to see the timeline where she branched off, took half the people, and went to Russia. Oh, no, because she died there, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, like, the alternate timeline oh, yeah, but, where she... But, no, but, yeah, it was, like, they were full-on considering, like, a lot of them were, like, well, why don't we just go to Russia? Yeah. And to me, I'm, like, that... I don't know what, what about that, to me, is just, like, these people were so delusional from all the shit that he had fed them that they were just, like, Russia was an option for them. In yeah, peak, at that point in at, time. In peak Cold War era. Like, they're yeah. like, well, just go to Russia. Yeah, like, like, like may find out. Well, I mean, this country sucks. The other one must be... Grass is always green. That's why I say, let's go to Russia now. Bro, let's go to Russia. Hey, how about no? First of all, my gay trans ass would get killed as soon as I step off the plane. Gay, gay trans black ass. Facts. <laughs> like, you got every reason for bigots to hate you. Like See, you are, like you, like you are, like a collection. It's, it's honestly well, actually, kind of remarkable. Here's if the, I get murdered, it's so many hate crimes. If you, they wouldn't be able <laughs> to catch them all. They, they wouldn't be able to know you're gay if you didn't tell them. So actually, you'd be fine. I, I'm too gay to like. Not I think pass. you pass quite well. I mean, I think you. But pass. I'm also bad at this. Yeah, true. Yeah, listen. Okay, I, you were, you guys are right because you know I'm like eighty percent women, twenty percent men. So I would have passed, and then it would have been like two years later. You know, I see a cute guy. They're like, "Oh, fuck that nigga." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's one thing that like about Jonestown that like weirded me out was like they're like, "Oh, let's just move in with the communists overseas." I was like, "Okay, that's." It's a bad side with with people are saying let's move in with the communists in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. It is that's that's the main that, point. That's not good. <laughs> no. So in 1965, Jones moved People's Temple to California. The group established its headquarters in San Francisco, where he became heavily involved in political and charitable activity throughout the 1970s. That's another way that he got him too. He. Jim Jones gave a lot to charity. This feels a lot like how Hitler rose to power, for real. Low-key. Kinda. Jones developed connections with prominent California politicians and was appointed a chairman, was appointed as chairman of San Francisco Housing Authority Commission in 1975. Beginning in the late 1960s, reports of abuse began to surface as Jones became increasingly vocal in his rejection of traditional Christianity. And began promoting a Wait, form but wasn't of. Wasn't he like a priest or something? You said he was. He was ordained. Oh, uh-huh. he was. Or, he was ordained twice. Uh-huh. Two twice. different sects. He was double ordained. <laughs> Gotta catch him. Double ordained. So he started rejecting Christianity, and he became a uh, began promoting a form of communism. He called apostolic socialism, mm-hmm. and making claims of his own divinity. Jones became progressively more controlling of his followers in People's Temple, which at its peak had over 3,000 members. This was no small cult. God damn. That is a good one. That was at its peak. Jones' followers engaged in a communal lifestyle 
in which many turned over their income and property to Jones in People's Temple who directed all aspects of the community life. A whole, like, as each according to their ability, to each according to their need kind of deal? Yeah, pretty much. He, I don't, again, it's, Jim Jones is such a fucking anomaly to me because he's like, he had all these people and he, the mass suicide happened after he had lost a bunch of members of the cult and still 900 something people died. Bet he got laid a lot though. I, you know what? That's honestly something I forget about. He might have, honestly. I mean, think about it. He you, most you're likely making did. a profit. You're you're essentially telling everyone you're God. What girl doesn't want to so, get groovy? So uh, here's with another God? thing, though. Here's another thing. Let me show you a picture of Jim Jones. Number one. So I know what he looked like. You don't want uh, to show me. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Jim Jones. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Those glasses were a staple of his. Yep. He always wore those glasses. And like the Ozzy Osbourne of cults. <laughs> here's why. It was rumored. This spread throughout the cult. He was always stoned. <laughs> he wore those glasses because if he didn't, the power of his gaze would smite people. That's what people thought. They thought that the power of his gaze was so powerful it would kill people. I think well, he might have just my been ass and call me Tina because <laughs> I don't think he telling the truth. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: did he spread this? That's or... the thing. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure, from what I remember, I don't think he's the one that started that. Probably not. Nah, probably his followers. Somebody dick sucking. But yeah, no, that spread all throughout the cult, and people were always like, they always like. Everyone that was in it, they believed it wholeheartedly. They're like, this, is, this is the powerful man. And he's just like, I'm not going to correct this. Let's, Let's get down helps. to the conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so following a period of negative media publicity and reports of abuse at People's Temple, Jones ordered the construction abuse? of the Jones... I couldn't imagine. Mm. He ordered the construction of the Jonestown Commune in Guyana, which was at that point in time, I believe Guyana was like a new found country in South America. Yeah. Um... In 1974, and convinced or compelled many of his followers to live there with him. Jones claimed that he was constructing a socialist paradise free from the oppression of the United States government. By 1978, reports surfaced of human rights abuses and accusations that people were being held in Jonestown against their will. So yes, at this point, he realized how many people were leaving, and he basically started holding people hostage, saying, you can't leave. Like, you've got to stay here. Okay. Um, I mean, not okay, but okay. U.S. Representative Leo Ryan led a uh, delegation to commune in November of that year to investigate these reports. While boarding a return flight with some former Temple members who wished to leave, Ryan and four others were murdered by gunmen from Jonestown. Of course they were. Jones yeah. then ordered a mass murder-suicide that claimed the lives of 909 commune members 304 of them being children. Uh-huh. Almost damn. all Jesus. of the members died drinking flavor aid laced with cyanide. And then, if, if he didn't mention yet, the other members died by gunshot wounds. Well, yeah, there yeah, was... anyone who tried to, like, re- deny it, reject, like, try to get away. So, yeah, the people that didn't want to drink... There uh, are also records of people being force-fed the flavor aid. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's people being force-fed the flavor aid. Obviously, there was, like, kids and, you know, other people that just weren't aware of what they were drinking. 
the people at the the runway in the planes were gunned down. That's more people that were killed. Not only that, there was people in the states, I believe, too, in like different outposts of the people's temple all around like South America and the U.S. that committed suicide at the same time. At the like, not maybe not the same time, but, but like yeah. within the same time frame. Yeah. And there was one woman that was interviewed after the fact, like one of the very, very few survivors, if not the only sole survivor. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, like, she was so brainwashed. She she was so convinced that that was the right thing to do was kill herself that she felt crushing guilt that she didn't die there. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that woman. And there's a lot of members that feel like, if they, the ones that were there, that they were disappointed that they didn't die and they wanted to die. Like, it's a whole thing. And that shit is so fucking eerie, man. Right? It's, uh, no, when I first heard of Jim Jones, it was, uh, it was definitely something that took me aback because I, I hear about, when you listen to like, or you're interested in the type of stuff, like type of stuff that we're interested in, you hear shit like this all the time. It's like, maybe not as like on as big of a scale, but like you hear like gruesome shit like, oh, you know, these people committed suicide this way and. This person, you know, convinced them to do it, or... At this point, it's a turn of phrase to say, drink the Kool-Aid. Like, yeah. meaning that someone... It's it's just so common. It, it... And I'm pretty sure, like, fucking, like, Family Guy has made jokes about drinking Flavor Aid before. Yeah. And, like, shit like that. So, it's like, it, it was one of those things, like... And especially when you get shit that's, like, you know, Heaven's Gate that, like, very clearly, like followed in those footsteps yeah and stuff like that. it's like if you go on the heaven's gate website by the way it's still active it's still someone's still on the domain it's still active. that's the concerning part it's still active i wonder if it's one of those things where it's maybe just like a history thing now though no no but, someone is still or is it still like i mean that doesn't. It's also not surprising though either, just because it's like people. There are going to be some people that try to like keep the cults going. Exactly. So I mean, that doesn't. I, I, I would me. like to believe it's just a collection of trolls. Like, hey, you got to think about it. What if their ancestor, their mother, their their grandpa was a part of the cult? It just got passed down. Next thing you yeah. know, they're over here maintaining a fucking website. Well, Anything for a sense of identity. Like the uh, the cult that I brought up at the beginning, Om Shinrikyo. Yeah, they're uh they're still around, but it's under like a new leader and a different name now. But it's still the same like sect that directly derived from Om Shurikyo. Oh my it's God. like what the remnants of what was left of Om yeah. Shurikyo is still going on now in Japan. But so you said that they believed that it would smite you if you looked him in the eye, right? If he took off the reason why he wore his glasses was so. I'm that, really. Yeah. I, I I almost broke down laughing pretty randomly. Um, and Trent noticed. Uh, I was just imagining, like, he's he's screwing a bitch, and the glasses fall <laughs> off, and she just, oh, 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 fucking, and Bursts Indiana in the Jones, like, her, her, like, her eyes melt out, and her skin goes fucking taut, like. <laughs> Next thing you know, she looks like the bitch from the ring. So, <laughs> the, the weirdest thing to me, though, is, like, I could see why people would fall or buy into whatever Jim Jones was selling them. Because, number one, he was, like I said, he was ordained under two different sects of Christianity. Yeah. yeah. So there was that. And number two, 
if you've ever heard Jim Jones's voice, he has such a like solemn voice that's like melodic. Yeah, almost in a sense. It's, he's very like he had like if you think of a generic preacher from the seventies, that's yeah. Jim Jones's voice. I'm sure he sounds well, way Cold War like. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he sounds way more better for the ears mm-hmm. than Andrews takes fucking abusive ass <laughs> loud yelling at you voice bro that nigga sound like my father yeah. no like, like like jim jones he he struck while the iron was hot just because he was able to manipulate so many minorities that were they felt out of place at a point in time where you know they didn't know where to go he yeah. preyed on the vulnerable that's he did that's literally it. what he did and and at a, it was at a time where a lot of people were very vulnerable and, you know, when you have people like that, that were, and I feel bad for the people too, that ran into him too, because it was, there were people that were just looking for like religion at this point in time. And of course, this young guy comes along who is, he's being backed by two other people that were big in, you know, uh, you know, it, like that were prominent in religious spaces already. And they're like, well, yeah, of course we back this guy. You know, he, he preaches our beliefs well. And then out of nowhere, he has you living in South America in the middle of the fucking forest where you don't know how to live. That's the thing, too. Like, this country... Yeah, I like this guy. Wait, wait is that Tarzan? <laughs> like, <laughs> li- that's literally... There was people living, like... This is a new country in South America. Right, like, right. There was no infrastructure there. They had to build where they lived at. Uh, talking about, because I brought up earlier, the timeline where the woman leaves and goes to... Right, Let's think about the timeline where Jim Jones just has a heart attack before the fucking Kool-Aid. And this just becomes a self-sustaining little town. Like, I I would love to imagine where this you, went if he just died before everything I guarantee you that would be like a Netflix horror movie. Have you... Have either of you seen the movie Apostle? Yeah. On Netflix? It'd be like that. Yeah. That fucking island full of like just creepy old time people and shit like that. And that old, that settlement. It would be that probably just in South America. I could see it. I could see it. But no, yeah. That's, that's Jonestown. There's so much more that I left out. And I encourage you to do like all the research and look like. Watch every documentary. Like, because it is really fucking interesting. And Jim Jones is. Like I said, he's the one that made cults what they were. Yeah. He's he's the granddaddy he, he of is, cults. He is really just like, if you think cults, Jonestown, Heaven's Gate, those are like the major ones that immediately snap to mind. Even Charles Manson, you mm-hmm. go backwards to fucking Helter Skelter, baby. Like you're either thinking of them or you're thinking dudes in black robes sacrificing a goat in the woods. One or the other. I'm so ready for your story. Ed. Yes, Ed. Okay. Tell us. You Tell are... us. You got you got note cards, bro. Mm-hmm. You are prepared, prepared. All right. First. All right. So I am bringing you the Order of the Solar Temple. Uh, have either of you heard of it? Yeah. Sounds sexy. Yeah, it's 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 not well known, but it is kind of fucked. And I got cliff notes here. Notes I've taken on the major points. I'm just kind of going to walk through the story of this rise and fall on the on this uh, cult, if that sounds good to you guys. Sounds beautiful. Yes. First of all, the cult was founded in Geneva, Switzerland in 1984. It was based around the idea of the Knights Templar. And uh, I'll get into more why it was based around them, but... 
basically imagine a bunch of people thinking that they are related to the original cause of protect the holy grail we are grand men kind of shit uh very much an offshoot of christian ideas to start with there it was founded by two men luke jure or I, i'm probably pronouncing that wrong but and joseph damon burrow okay so luke jure uh, he traveled the world for a long time, learning about all different sorts of alternative medicines. He gained a lot of different uh, reputation in different groups. Pretty much anywhere that spoke French, he would go. Which ties into that um, Switzerland being the place he initially met. and Well, not initially met, I don't think. But where he first started things with the other guy, Joseph. He, uh, as well as Canada and France, were where this group was propagated the most. Now, he traveled the world, learned about medicine. All of that was fine and dandy, whatever. Eventually, he settled down with his wife. She got pregnant. They had a baby. The baby died. And people think that that is part of the reason why he started traveling again and got a lot more into the occult. Which... I'm sure you guys expected. Um, basically started to get very culty at that point in his life. I love that word, culty. Can I also, use that? Ed, I'm yeah. just going to show this to you. More reasons why you need to listen to them. Let's see. Last podcast so, on the left. Last podcast on the left. We advertise when we want to. Mm, November 2018, they did a three-part series. Listen to Weeps in the Hood. Listen to last podcast oh. on the left. Oh, I promise one, you won't be disappointed. Wonderful. All I got, they got three parts. I got three note cards. Fuck. I, I'm telling you, I told you to listen to them a long time ago. Yeah, I wouldn't be in episode 130 yet anyway, so. I mean, I finished, it's whatever. I'm so, so sorry hard. that I have more of a life than you. Fuck off, Josh. That's a lie. I was I'm about gonna, to say, Josh, lie. be busy. I'm busy as fuck out here, son. I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> that I'm more aged. I'm sorry that I have ADHD. Fuck I'm you. trying to help my niggas eat. <laughs> he really is. He's feeding two groups of niggas. Uh, <laughs> he is one person. Yeah, is, is last podcast on the left some of those people? Like, you're plugging them. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking get my show. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to make me look I'm good. I'm just saying it could help with sources. It True. could help very much. You know what else could help with sources? If instead of Googling last podcast on the left, you Googled this. I didn't visits. Google them. I already listened to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you, were, you weren't on Google. You know you what on, else can I, help with sources? Google, you look up... My balls. Listen, they <laughs> do the most in-depth searches of shit I've ever heard, which is... They're the reason why I'm like, fuck that. I'm not doing, like, a three-part season. They're non-existent time. like most of our sources. Like, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. You do good with your sources, by the way. I want you to know that. You're the only person that I know that actually writes your shit down. Flexes. He began traveling again, <laughs> and at this point became involved in several cults and started gaining a reputation in the cult community, um, and not the occult community, the cult community, mm-hmm. joining several cults and becoming a speaker for many of them uh, until, you know, things happened with uh, Joseph. Going over what happened with Joseph's life, he was always obsessed with the occult. He had a good family upbringing, which I believe Luke uh, lacked. 
Uh, God damn it! Every time you say Wook, I think Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, just imagine that. Just uh, from here on in, it's Luke Skywalker, and uh, I know the fans won't understand this, but Joseph that we work with. Just imagine those two. You know, I mean, it's gonna make this a lot more entertaining. (laughs) Ten percent of our fans will understand that. Okay, I mean, fair. All right. (laughs) So he was always obsessed with the cult, with the occult. And a large theory about that is because he did grow up without a father. Like, he had a generally normal life growing up, which I had mentioned, but he uh, didn't have a dad. I, I'm i remembering this but, as I'm reading it, because I literally, on the note card, just put obsessed with the occult dash fatherless behavior <laughs> dash rose in several cults, which, again, was another theme. He is also, that, like... What happens when you, like, you know, don't have a father? You just create a call. Because yeah. let me fucking know. <laughs> because Luke had gone between a few different cults and a few different, like, organizations. Um, Joseph straight up collected cults. Like, he was involved in so many different organizations. Like, he was... Comedy comes in three. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. So... <laughs> Honestly, and makes more sense that his name is Luke Skywalker since he don't have a father, but continue. <laughs> okay. Um, and he ended up creating a commune in France um, for New World... Uh, okay, so he did he did a lot of weird shit. He started a whole New World Order shit going on. All of the... The world's going... It basically became Doomsday Ideals he spread. Like repentance, everything's going to be overhauled, all of that shit, which is already a dangerous dangerous path to go down. Basically, think rapture, but more spiritually. Yeah. Uh, he claimed that he was, and this starts to become a theme, the reincarnation of many major figures, including Egyptian pharaohs and Moses. Mm. Yes. Mm. God damn. And reincarnation from there became quite a theme because after that, him and Luke met because they were, you know, part of the cult communities. They had heard of each other, got involved with each other, and they decided to, and this is a direct quote, combine energies to form this new cult that we're talking about now, the Solar Temple. Right. Once they actually became involved with each other, they formed a group, Solar Temple, all that. They believed that they were actually quite distinguished, unlike some cults, where they would be very selective with who they chose because they wanted to recruit people who, according to their claims, it was a selection process to find people who were reincarnations, as I said as a theme, of the Knights Templar. Which, again, was a major point I brought up earlier. And believed that they were better, more divine, and essentially cosmic spiritual beings that were being reincarnated with a more divine and great purpose. Now, coincidentally, one of the major points in this recruitment process was that you had to be fucking stacked with cash. I wonder why. (laughs) And a lot of this was them collecting donations from the new members that they had gotten uh, just over time. 
You know, they sound like a church. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that the church is a cult, but I'm not going to not say that. And um, <laughs> they fused ideas between Christian, holistics, um, astrology, just anything from the ideas that Luke had regarding um, different sorts of medicines and holistic teachings, alternative teachings, were basically fused with these ideas from Joseph of reincarnation and cosmic beings, creating this weird mixture that they Listen, fed off of. Any group that mixes the religious the religious beliefs with astrology is... It's doomed to fail. It's fucked that. that yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because once you hit astrology, you hit a whole nother <laughs> level, and that's its own religion, honestly. Well, and the, the entire point of astrology is to make you, like, for the people that do believe in it, it's one of those things that it's, like, astrology follows, like, those, it's almost like buzzwords. It, like, it'll say certain things, like, broad strokes about a certain, a certain thing, and you're like, ooh, yeah. yes, accurate. That is true. Yeah. That's like, that's the only, it's all formulated. So uh, it's like. Honestly, in my opinion, I feel like astrology just, um, when people believe in it, it's really just the laws of vibration and you're just pushing on that energy to yourself. So it's kind of like, a, Resonance. you know, you're yeah. just looking for synchronicities. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Yes. So essentially, if, if I'm to backtrack a moment, um, Luke was a man who traveled the world, uh, gave a lot of seminars in different organizations. Right. His baby died, he went kind of overboard, and oh. he started uh, preaching more and more radical ideas centered around holistics and his new ideas regarding um, different forms of healing, different energy, stuff like that. Yeah. Joseph was a man who was always obsessed with a, a cult, possibly because fatherless behavior, and claimed to be a reincarnation of many major people, also did a lot of speakings and representation for a shit ton of cults, and when they, quote, combined energies in Geneva, Switzerland, in 1984, is what is on my notes, um, they, uh created an organization based around the Knights of the Templar for some fucking reason. Joseph had a child while in the cult with one of the members of their organization, a woman. Uh, they ended up naming the child, let me see. When Ed can't even read his own head right. Oh, Emmanuel. Or Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Hey, that was my French name, Emmanuel. <laughs> but, okay, feel free to fact check me because uh, my handwriting is fucking horrible oh, Jesus. god when ed can't even read his handwriting like I, I tried to like squeeze it into the side here and fucked it so it's awful first of all emmanuel starts with an e shut the fuck up Trent. <laughs> shut the fuck up i've edited I, I can cut this out i know <laughs> okay but he had a child with one of the members and basically fed this idea that it was a cosmic Jesus. Think think of think of Jesus if he was a Lovecraftian entity in human form. That's essentially the vibe we're going with here. It was a cosmic great being uh Jesus baby. Um this is 
this ended up perpetuating everywhere that they had influence, which was Switzerland, Canada, and France. And at its height, uh, like, it ain't, no, 3,000, but they had, a, like, around 1,000 members between those three countries. It is further reaching, though. Still a lot of people. Yes, still a lot of people, and very wide range is what really got me about that. Yeah, uh, cause, definitely. Because they had both been traveling the world and, you know, connecting with a lot of people. Now, here is where it starts to get extra weird. They wanted more Jesus babies. So they started selectively... Jesus babies. Yeah. Back uh, my word's not the theirs, sequel. but basically the vibe. They started selectively breeding the people, like the members of the cult. Like, hey, you, woman who is in the cult, man who is in the cult, you two should mate, have a child together for the cult, and this Jesus baby, you guys will then raise them or whatever, and then they would take those people apart, repair them with new people so there wouldn't be too much of an... Like, to avoid inbreeding, they would methodically try to get people to mate so that they could get as many, like, Jesus-born children as they could. It's, well, that's how yes. you know beliefs be fried. I, I keep saying Jesus, but in all reality, it's like cosmic power god entity, which is... Yeah, they believe that all the offspring of the people in their cult will be, like, celestial beings. Basically, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's the major thought regarding it. Imagine thinking you can just breed celestial beings, like... Imagine well, having that mindset. I mean, if you if you're what he said, he believed that you know those two founders were like. He believes that all the people that were already coming together to form this cult themselves were celestial. Yeah. So. Yes. So it was basically this idea of bringing together reincarnations of great people who were chosen by the cosmos and had great Lovecraftian style cosmic power together and again they were telling everyone that the end is nigh that this is that there will be a revolution essentially uh cosmically rapture style and i'm sure they use the rapture because again christian ideals were mixed in with everything else mm-hmm. um to try to create this sense of it was a doomsday cult it yeah. was a doomsday cult um, basically and you wanted to be able to move on rather than just fucking die now luke and joseph ended up fighting and butting heads a lot and this is because luke continued to travel recruit people what have you whereas joseph stayed back and tried to tell people like what to do and what have you so there was this discrepancy between what people were being recruited under and what they were being told once they were there, which created a lot of, like, backlash on how they were running things. Yeah, it was like, uh, Lucas was recruiting people under one belief, and Joseph was, like, he was, like, basically maintaining under a different belief. And he's like, yeah, you're telling people, like, the yeah, wrong shit. Yeah, they had a lot of, they yeah. had a lot of, like, desynchronization. For people who combined energies, they definitely... Did not get along as well as you would think that way. Yeah, would they were not on the same being. page for a lot of the, the recruiting. Speaking of Christian values and cosmic entities, I, I had said Jesus baby a good few times. They believed that Jesus was himself a solar cosmic god who basically was treated as that. An entity, uh, think the typical Christian idea of Jesus, but throw in the cosmos. Like... Yeah. They tried to, what, they basically just tried to take Christianity and instead of keeping it fucking monotheistic, they tried to just make it polytheism. 
polytheistic Christianity like with all these of. different like celestial beings. Like they basically tried to take it and then say, <laughs> yes, but God didn't just make man in his image. Like Jesus was a celestial entity. Think of basically Scientology mixed with Christianity. That's yeah. what this was. It was yeah, and most people are normal, but some people are special people, and those special people have cosmic power, and they have a chance to be saved if they if they fuck in accordance with what we tell them, so they can make the Jesus babies. That's that's basically what they were doing. It was fucking weird. But the problem with that is being a doomsday cult requires a doomsday. Yeah. And over time, especially between discrepancies and different issues, over many years of this being a thing, uh, maybe like 13, 14 years, something like that, uh, they their followers started to get very impatient because these are, again, mostly wealthy people who are paying a good sum of money towards this organization. And once they stopped recruiting more people, people got even more impatient because they're like, well, if you're not going on these missionary attempts and recruiting people, where's our money going? And so as a result, they had to kind of do last ditch efforts. Oh, another major thing. The original Jesus baby, Emmanuel, or Emmanuel, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I really wish that I wrote that out better. It's okay, my guy. We uh, all make some mistakes. Did become a teenager during this entire process. This went on for a very long time. And began doubting the words of the people in charge, because she's been in it her whole life. And as right. a rebellious teen does, started showing people in the cult how they were pulling off magic tricks to make them think they were divine. Another Chris Angel. Who would have knew? Yeah. Importantly, another rebellious team fucking sticking it to the man. Like, oh, this is all bullshit. Fuck you, dad. Yeah, no, I, I just, that, this part I distinctly remember about the Solar Temple is like, a lot of the shit came crashing down when the firstborn, like, celestial child was like, yeah, this is all bullshit. That kind of marks the whole downfall that I was saying. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, members were getting impatient already because of the fact that they had stopped with missionary adventures and all that shit. But with the child, you know, straight up speaking against it, it really started cre- breeding such doubt and mistrust in it that it really just started to collapse in on itself. They ended up getting sued by an ex-member that had left a little while beforehand. Really? Yes. Um, I don't know exactly how the lawsuit went, but this guy ended up leaving because he basically said it was bullshit and tried coming back and suing them for uh, money lost, all that shit, and his time living in the commune. Uh, which makes sense, because a wealthy person being stuck in a commune isn't gonna add up well, you know? Yeah, you're right. Um, communes are pretty interesting, honestly. Yeah. Joseph, specifically, ended up getting cancer, which also seems to be a theme. Oof! That just reminded me of a good cult we could have talked about. Exactly! Like, uh, cult oof. leaders getting cancer is just a common well, thing. Yeah, I'm saying, honestly. like, bringing up the commune, I completely forgot about Waco. Yeah, like, uh, uh, when, Waco, when, Texas. When you yeah. said commune, I immediately thought of Children of God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, like, dude! Like, there's but, so many. I have, I have a friend. I have a friend that lives like he lives out in Texas, and he's been to Waco before. So really, yeah. 
I, there apparently there's still people out there doing shit. But I feel like it could be a drinking game. Take a shot every like go through a list of cults. Take a shot every time one of them had the cult leader get cancer. Like, <laughs> like for real. Um, I die. <laughs> Again, this is cliff note version. I severely want people to look into this themselves. But Solar Temple is really fucking interesting. There is a yeah. lot more story to this than I was able to get down on a few fucking key cards for a podcast. Oh, I know. Uh, this is, again, the kid was a teenager by the time this all came about. This was spanning very many years. A lot of shit happened beyond just what I'm talking And most of it stayed completely under the table until an incident we'll get to in a bit. This is why we press our listeners to resource and literally knowledge is power i'm not educational listen to everything i say i'm a cosmic god anyway (laughs) um so he secretly got cancer didn't want to reveal it to anyone but this also put another timer on everything because everyone's losing trust the kid's saying that he's full of shit and like his kid specifically is saying he's full of shit and now he's going to die soon and the entire thing is just going to fall apart. It also takes a lot of risk away from him because he's going to die soon anyway. Mm-hmm. So him and Luke handpicked special members that they believed were extra trustworthy. That they believed would be able to transition with them um, when the end times came and began perpetuating this idea to everyone that yes, the end times are coming. Well, not everyone, but this select group. They basically pulled in a group of loyal people and were like, we are at it. We are at this point that you've been waiting for. Do everything we say so we can then do this. And basically created a radical militant group, kind of like a Secret Service style group, that hunted down people who left and killed them, as well as just in general help them enforce shit. Um, this includes killing an ex-member's baby... Uh, be claiming that it was the Antichrist because they tried to name it after the teenager that, you know, they said was the first, like, prophecy child. And after killing the Antichrist baby, as they claimed, they went and killed the entire family. Basically, they used, uh, the child, they used scapegoats like hell to create a militant group to take out motherfuckers that disagreed with them. It's always a dude's day scapegoat. I swear to God. It's always a dude's day scapegoat. Scare your followers yeah. and to believing you're a prophet. Yes. I mean, doomsday cults rely on doomsday. That's that's pretty important point to a doomsday cult. This all came to a mount in a... Where there was a large group of people assembled in a temple who were all found dead and reorganized. What happened was believed to be a mass suicide. However, that's not exactly how it panned out. Many people from the cult ended up dying together, and then their bodies were reorganized to please the cosmic entities. Of fucking course. Now, what actually happened, though it was originally believed to be a suicide, was revealed later that they tranquilized everyone, giving them a drug that they lied and the people believed would bring them closer to the cosmic knowledge and all that shit. I'm guessing it wasn't that good old horse tranquilizer that the rock stars used to use. Well, it certainly wasn't mushrooms. They weren't getting in touch with anything higher. Nigga, I was talking about DMT, but okay. Fucking <laughs> whatever. Point is, they were fucked up out of their head. 
And then they were all shot with a single-fire pistol. Um, and when I say single-fire, I don't mean, like, semi-auto or what have you. I mean, like, load each bullet individually pistol. Yeah, Like, ceremonially. Um, they were shot, and then the building was burned down. And apparently, only 15 of the members, being that inner circle that was brought in as the elite group, actually knew that this is what happened. Wow. Or what was going to happen. Everyone else thought that they were taking drugs to become closer to God, basically. Luke and Joe held a last supper with these people who they considered part of their close inner circle. And then, well, offed everyone, like I said. <laughs> Fuck. Then there were two more events after the fact, one a year later and one a uh, few years later. Where groups of people who were a part of this original organization who weren't killed decided to off themselves, believing they essentially missed out. Um, Bruh. So Imagine offing yourself because you missed out. A small group killed themselves in the woods, uh, like, a year later. And a few years later, five more people off themselves uh, in, you know, the same ceremonious way. Where, since... They believed that everyone burned to death. They didn't know about the tranquilizer and gunshot. So these people who killed themselves after the fact, after Joseph and Luke were dead, just straight up burned themselves to death. At the end of the day, between... Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, There was one more thing that happened. Original event, back when the the first tranquilizing shooting and killing happened. Yeah. this, This was in Canada. Okay. Um, within the same 24-hour period, another one happened in France God for the same organization. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they organized, within a 24-hour period, two mass suicides. Well, two mass murders, really. Yeah. But, you know. And in total, after all was said and done between the two organizations and the follow-up suicides, 74 total deaths. Goddamn. And to this day, we are not sure if all members who were devoted to the cause of the Solar Temple are all dead or not. And there is still the real possibility that at some point there might be another group suicide. Because this all happened ending off around, because this all started in the 80s. Then years later, kids, a teenager, what have you. That was around, like, the 90s. Uh, I believe it was 98, the the first, like, mass death happened. And then a few years later, another one, what have you. We are still in the range where survivors could do it again. Yeah. Uh, Especially considering, again, there are still Jesus babies that were part of that and that were born within that time span that would have still been, like, Around 98 is when people died, and they were still, like, selective breeding people in the time before that. They would be around our age. That's fucking ridiculous. I did want to mention, though, because I forgot to put in the date for the Church of Scientology. It was founded in 1953. Alright, if I got any of my facts wrong, feel free to correct me, look it up, what have you. Again, I scribbled up some note cards as I was looking into this. I watched uh, a few documentaries, read a few articles, and tried to get what I could, but my handwriting's garbage, and I'm a few beers deep, so, uh, eat me. I would hope that, I'd hope that, like, the celestial babies or whatever are as, you know... I would love to see, Woke like, enough, or as cracked as, like, you know, 
other people in our generation to realize yeah. how bullshit that is. I would love to imagine. No, it did us. Imagine some people start, like, developing superpowers, and it just so happens that they're all the celestial babies, and they suddenly realize, oh, shit, they were right. We are celestial godchildren. It'd be <laughs> like the Chronicles, but, like, they're after birth, or, like, some of their kids or some shit. Just developing powers. Just, yes. you know, turn into, like, Umbrella Academy at that point. That was <laughs> yeah, the... Yeah, low-key, low-key. <laughs> ri- that was the Cliff Notes version of the Rise and Fall of the Order of the Solar Temple, or the reincarnated rich bitches of the Templars, and their breeded Jesus babies. Thank you, Ed, for your story. I loved it. Ten out of ten. Just as crazy as I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Not that ass. Oh, for real. It, It is fucked. So, uh, did anyone walk away with a new appreciation or new knowledge of cults based on what Oh, yeah, shared? definitely. Um, you, I always walked away with more fucking facts and educational values that I had, didn't have before with you guys, especially while intoxicated, so I love it. And by the end of the video, I'm always, always drunk. Oh, yeah, it's a trip. If anyone, if anyone's listening, like, Not this episode, because you're already, like, through a lot of it. But, like, when the next episode comes out, drop shrooms before you listen to us. It'll be amazing. (laughs) No, dead ass. Uh, I I can't wait to show our viewers their next episode. We probably talk about serial killer fucking females. They'll fucking drop shrooms and be like, bruh. I'm not encouraging drug use for legal reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Facts, facts. Um, Uh, We do not encourage anything that the free mind doesn't want. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a good disclaimer. Um, yeah, sure, that'll work, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, we are 100% in support of the government. Well, there be- we go, we're covered. <laughs> Ed got it. Mm-hmm. Before we sign <laughs> off, anybody got any last words? Uh, I actually do want to say something. Yeah, um, yeah. I do... Because I, I know Ed likes to, to do it in, like, a mid-roll or whatever, or add, like, his thing at the end. But I do want to say personally, please check out fucking Weebs in the Hood, because we do actually have some big crazy shit coming up. So, Ooh! I just want to say that. Check out we, that we Weebs some, in the Hood! Some, some exciting things going on. We have some things in motion. Apparently, unbeknownst to me, we might have merch soon coming down the line. Who knows? But <laughs> I mean, if you're listening this long and you find out about some merch, I think you go buy. <laughs> Man, I would love if we could get some merch like for for this. Oh, one. we can. Like, my my stepdad make. Oh, we can get into that. <laughs> but uh, if you have if you have any ideas for merch or something you'd be willing to buy, fucking hit us up. And like I said before, we always take ideas for videos, so you can always email us at nightcrawlers3rdshift at gmail.com. Stay tuned for more, people. We're always coming at you. We're never going to leave until one of us dies, so <laughs> you might as well listen. Until one of us... You'll both be dead. I'll be doing this solo. <laughs> It's such a shame we lost them. Now let's talk about murderers. <laughs> I mean, in a like genetic perspective, he right though because I'm like doomed for like heart failure if and fucking cancer. Think... And I don't know what Josh got running in his family, but I'm sure it's bad. 
If either, you, if either of you think that at your funeral I am not cutting off a bit to make a clone of you, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Nigga, you better cut off my perfectly cut afro and make the most beautiful fucking afro samurai version of my ass. Fuck that, you don't need it. I'm taking your teeth. <laughs> Damn. At least they're purring. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, honestly, I probably just like like a cut of fat from the arm. Something no one will notice. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Nigga, I'm skinny. They will all notice. <laughs> Not if it's under. Shit, fine. Ooh. Just flip you over, fillet your back real quick, and move on. Damn, you gotta I make mean, this complicated. I mean, Josh got a point. As long as it's under, you know, you can get my underarm real quick. Look, I They got you... me laying down in the casket. They can't see it. Look, I need you alive, not anyone else at your funeral. <laughs> Damn. All, All right, the people I'm that show up to my funeral are about to be way disappointed. Damn it. We've devolved into madness. <laughs> <laughs> this is what alcohol gets you. Don't do it. All right, so signing off, I want to say thank you guys for listening for the fourth episode we are at 250 something views i don't memorize shit because of smoke weed nicaragua is up there on our countries listening to us like right in the middle of the like american locations and i don't know why i love the fact that belgium listens to us all the people in belgium shout out to you all right wrapping up let's go but i just want to say one thing knowledge is pollard Knowledge is power, and keep listening if you want to learn more, because there's one thing that you can learn from our videos, is that we all are interested in keeping you educated. I provide no educational value. I'm here for entertainment purposes exclusively, and never quote me. You you know what? It's absolutely right. He literally just dances on a pole in my living room, and then play cat mouse and that's all i can say i'm just gonna say there's a lot of shit that goes on out there that people don't know about and that's what we talk about so <laughs> exactly and that is a good way of putting it <laughs> it really is because at the end of the day there's so much shit that the world don't have basic knowledge of when knowledge is at your fingertips and we just want to put it in your brain so you actually take a second and be like hmm i didn't know that at this point, I don't even know how much of this is getting into the outro. Like, You know what? My balls is key to get in the outro at this point. It's all good. We didn't hit our, you know, two-hour mark, so we're good. All right. Fine, fine. Well, that has been Cult. It's been wonderful entertaining all of you once again, and I hope that you all have a wonderful evening. Nightcrawlers, signing out. Signing out. Peace, people. Later, everyone. Hello everybody, Ed speaking. If you would like to hear more from us, then check out Weebs in the Hood. It's a podcast that Josh does with some friends of his. If you like anime, uh, how it affects culture, pop culture in general, then you'll probably enjoy listening to what these guys have to say. Uh, If you want to find more of me, then I'm currently working on a few different projects and in touch with a few people about a few different things. You can find me on whatever radio on YouTube. Currently, all that's really up on there is a teaser for one of my projects, Meta Digital, which is a audio fiction in a world where someone discovers that they live in a simulation and that witchcraft is hacking into that, basically cheat codes. 
other than that, all music and sound effects has gotten through open source. We would like to do better than that in the future, but this is currently an independent project between three friends that are all just kind of fucked up in the head. If you want to hear more of that, though, then please tune in next time. Uh, we're trying to upload bi-weekly, and we'll see where this goes from there. Thank you very much for listening, and show your support in whatever way you feel is appropriate. Bye.